Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'm Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net. Here with my good friend Alo, Aaron Lloyd, the European champion. And I'm here with the reigning, defending, Mr. Sexy Putacana, CK and Joe Rodermill. Drink it in, baby. Drink it in. <laughs> From four years ago. Just drink it yeah. in. The thing is, yeah. I never lost, so I'm yeah, still nobody... the reigning, defending champion. Nobody's been able to unseat We haven't defended your title. Since. Doesn't matter what I do? I guess when I get back there. <laughs> well, Ron, are you going to break the news or should I? You can break the news. Okay, well, um, just this, well, this is breaking news, by the way. Okay. Breaking news. Eric, Act 2 Fly Trimbicky has been suspended from Matt Madness for violating the alcohol and drug policy. He did? <laughs> yes. Are we allowed to disclose what exactly he got popped what? for? No, no, I don't want to bury him that bad. I'm embarrassed. Okay. I'm disgraced. <laughs> I'm disgusted by him. This is... This is well, so am I. I... He's tarnishing my legacy right here. <laughs> yes, he is. Act two fly. Come on, man. What we may, I don't know. How long is he suspended for? Have they said? We have not said. So we don't know how long. He'll he... be back by Battleground, I think. I think he was looking right. a little puffy, too. I was going to say something, but I, really? I, I don't want to stir that I don't want to stir that pot. I think all our fans in India and Pakistan are disappointed in him. <laughs> I think they are, too. I don't know. You guys let us know if you're disappointed in Act two fly, Eric Trimbiki, or... Failing our wellness policy here on Matt Madness. It's unacceptable. And it's not even all that strict either. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's kind of loose. It's kind of loose. <laughs> what did he get popped for? We were not allowed to. We're, we're not, we're we're not allowed to disclose, disclose that information. Okay, fair enough, yeah. It wasn't a, a Flintstone ch- chewable, though. We'll give him that. I'm sure there that. will be some activity on the dirt sheets in the coming days as to what it could have been. Yep. Interesting uh, episode of Raw this week. I guess Fourth of July show they know nobody's going to watch. Before we get to it, I wanted to just, um, I don't know if either of you saw the the video of Cena with the the kid after the show last night, a kid named Isaac, who apparently he defeated, I think it was like bone marrow cancer or something. He was in the ring with Cena, Cena kind of put him over in front of the crowd. Anybody who doesn't like Cena, and I get the reasons why not to, and I get why people don't, but like those are the reasons why you should. He, he has won me over. Yeah. Because he does so much good. You old softy, you. Yeah, I can't. I can't help it. And you know, he gives the kid a big hug at the end. I think he he deserves credit for, for all that he does for for those kids. For the kids, he, but yeah. he'll bury the other wrestlers. Just, yeah, just so we're not. Show open with a food fight. <laughs> so good. It's entertaining. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, you like silliness. I said I like silliness. That was as silly as gonna I get. I thought it was a little overboard, but. There were a few things I really loved about it. One was when Bo was about to dump the punch ball on Enzo's head, and uh, Cass reached over and pulled it back and dumped it on Bo's head. I thought that was funny. Obviously, the arm wrestling match between Apollo <laughs> which and continued, Cesaro. Which continued, though, yeah. the whole entire time. It and then barely moved. The, what takes the cake, <laughs> literally and figuratively, was... Everyone's favorite heel, Kevin Owens, hiding under the table for the entirety of the food fight. With the potato chips. Yeah, just sitting under there hanging out. Boo, ladies, boo. <laughs> so you like that as an opening segment? It's a holiday Raw. They're not good. It's not going to be good, so just yeah. throw something funny in there. Kevin Owens, he made it what it was. Yeah, you enjoyed it, Joe? Yeah, there were some good segments in there. There were some good parts. I didn't mind seeing Heath Slater getting uh, double choked. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny uh, seeing Heath, Heathy Baby. Take the fall for the food fight. On the way out, after everyone's all done, messed up, Cass is walking out eating an actual piece of food, which I, I, I don't know why you do that to yourself, but that was entertaining. Yeah. Did, did you see Lana break character? No. Why, what did she do? why is she at a July 4th barbecue? That's true. 
I don't know. Well, she, she celebrate did, America. Yeah, she did start to come around on the American fans for a while. There. Well, they they said Rusev was in there too, but I didn't see him. He was there. He was. She was sitting on his lap. Oh, was okay. it? Yeah, that's why I, I couldn't see past <laughs> the ravishing Russian. Fair enough. Uh, not a lot of story got advanced too much this week. Obviously, they knew nobody'd be watching, but the Shield triple threat still on from everything. Everything that's been implied, everything that's been said. Still burying Roman, too. Yeah, it will still be Dean Ambrose defending his title against Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Eventually. Yeah, Ambrose has had two matches with The Miz in the last two shows. I thought those two matches, I thought the last one, the last show, Miz and um, Ambrose was good. And then also you had the Rollins match, which was a good, solid match, back-to-back almost. Against H.B. Ziggler? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) H.B. Ziggler. I'm, she, a, I'm gonna get to him in a minute because I've got something I want to say about, about Ziggler. Oh, I can but, see it. I can see it boiling up. But so Ambrose, yeah, two matches with the Miz. Not sure. I mean, I know why they did it, but again, it's Ambrose defacing somebody's clothing <laughs> is his big, uh, the big hook for an Ambrose feud. But I guess they need somebody for him to work with. He can't keep working with Rollins all the way up. No. I mean, it they, was, they it, did play that up a little bit, too. Later on when he came in, they thought he was going to you know, start fighting in the ring. He just went right, right out, and he was standing on the table. and They progressed that way, and they ended up, ended up you know, getting a little few. Yeah, I thought the match was good with Ambrose and Miz. I loved when they crossed paths going down the aisle. And then <laughs> and the pound I loved him running back. Uh-huh, that was good. And then going right to comment, like through uh-huh. the ring and then to commentary, I thought was great. His Spanish is great. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I still get scared when I see Rollins do the uh, the, the land when he's landing hard on his, Me too. his legs. I think, I'm, I think I'm, I I'm like, oh, no. It's going to be a while, I think, before anybody's ready to see him do that. But Dean always good on commentary. Really good match with Rollins and Ziggler, and then obviously the confrontation at the end. Do you feel like this was a good a good step forward for their story? No. It's a ho- no, first of all, holiday rolls ho- holiday rolls always blow. They're not they're never good. But they did really nothing because after the Ambrose and um Miz match, I was like, okay, what now? We haven't got any segments for the world title yet. Same thing and then I was when Ross came, I was like, okay, we're gonna get something here and then Ambrose just gave him the pat on the butt. Like there, like like there go 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 boy go yeah. and he came back and Rollins, I thought maybe the Rollins match would have got canceled and they would have started had a brawl but then Ambrose he did a great job on commentary putting over Seth and Dolph Ziggler mm-hmm. the problem I ha- it's like I like I like Seth promo after the match and stand on stand on, on it was a great promo as he always as he always is he's always getting shit always getting his kick back easily and the fact that he's shooting on Roman when it comes to the Shield triple threat at Battleground I'm still kind of like. Through the long term, when you look back at it, you won't think about the build-up in the long term in the future. It'll be all about the match. It'll be, it'll be all, about, all about the match. But right now, it's hurting the whole feud. Rollins is doing is doing what he can because he's the legit only he's the legit heel in this situation. So he's doing all that he can to get the heat on Roman. Well, I mean, given the Eric Trebicki like situation we're facing here in this triple threat <laughs> match, it's hard to properly build a triple threat match when one third of the party's gone. Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, and that, and that and that's the thing. Like WWE's point is the story's already there because of their because of the history with the Shield. But in a situation, it's like okay, you. You're do, what are you going to do with Dean and Seth until you get the battleground? Yeah, I thought the promo was really good because he, you're right, he killed Roman again and he's putting himself over, you know, still hammering home that I really <clears throat> never lost that title. Yeah. It's still mine. And then Ambrose gets the upper hand once again. Dirty deeds on the table. Yeah, now you guys both know that I do not have that much love for Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. 
again warming up the band, wearing the the SummerSlam tights, <laughs> warming up the band, and now they even have to go so far as to just say every time he does a tribute to they the reference, yeah. kid, which they should not be doing. Well, maybe they heard your maybe they heard your. your, your... But all that being said, his backstage with Vicky Guerrero, <laughs> awesome. When he said he didn't know who she was, never saw her before in his life. And then he gets on the phone with his mom <laughs> and says, yeah, mom, I lost again. I tried real hard. It was really close. I he thought goes, about you when I said that. So said that, that made me immediately think somebody must be watching our show because I say that every <laughs> time we talk about Bob Ziegler. <laughs> I say, I don't like his, the characters. It's all, oh, I try so hard. And then he said it. I was like, huh, maybe, maybe they are, are watching the show. They, so they, I love that. That to me was my favorite thing. Dom and this Ziegler isn't the first done. time we, we saw references to our show in, the, in these uh Past couple um, tapings, we, we've no, seen some we other got, things. We had they used the shovel line, which AJ Styles we, we famously said for again. a while. That there was a couple. Yeah, there's at least two other ones I can't recall this moment that I saw that I remember hearing on this show first. Yeah, well, Cena and AJ is the next biggest story going on right now. Good segue. Cena calls out the club. Basically, I loved AJ's. Pr- he continues to do his best microphone work. In the company and maybe of his career, for all I know, I pretty easy. I mean, it might be safe to say the character has been great. Mm-hmm. I loved as soon as it doesn't go your way, it's unfair. I love yeah. that he said that. That's why no one likes you. He said, "No one likes you. You have nobody on your side," which clearly was setting up that somebody was going to help. Yeah, him. but he brought up the shovel. You're going to get out the shovel and try <laughs> to bury me. And also, one of the great recent catchphrases that seems to have really caught on on the in the internet wrestling community is beat up John Cena. <laughs> it's a good day to beat up John oh, it's a holiday. It's a good day to beat up what John Cena. What are you gonna Cena. do? What are you gonna do for Christmas? I'm gonna beat up John <laughs> yeah, Cena. Yeah, I'm gonna buy presents for my kids and my hot Asian wife <laughs> and beat, beat up, up John, John Cena. Cena. What, about Halloween? what did he say he was gonna what did Gallo say he was gonna dress up as for Halloween? Oh uh, I forgot what he said. It I know. was a Christmas. But he's going to beat up John Cena. I thought that was great. There was a lot of hashtags on Twitter today for people finding out ways to beat, beat up John, John Cena. Cena. <laughs> so I think the club doing some great work. AJ doing phenomenal work, you know, as per his name. But Enzo and Cass come out to his defense after they did officially beat up John Cena. <sighs> and now I believe it's been a, it's official it's going to be a six-man tag at Battleground, correct? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about... About this six-man tag situation. Not maybe. a fan of having Enzo and Cass run out there. I, I I like to see them do a little more work on their own. I don't want to see them get pushed behind John Cena. And they had no reason <laughs> to come out against the club. They didn't really set it up. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't like it. I was waiting for something a little better, but what am I going to do? Yeah, not much you can do at this point. How about you? Well, Cena does, Cena's, do, they, Cena's doing what he does best. He always has to align himself with the most overact on the roster yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. They were Ryder. They were New Day. <laughs> this is nothing new. But I was kind of glad Enzo and Cass did come out because they've been doing nothing for the last two weeks with even with the social outcasts. So I was like, okay, you're going to have these guys with social outcasts for Battleground? What, what are you going to do? And mm-hmm. then AJ was saying, nobody wants to be with you. I did like that. But that whole beat up John Cena thing, I liked it, but it got kind of annoying after a while. You thought so? After a while. While it kind See, of I, I thought the repetition just made it keep getting funny. Yeah, I, enter, I I was entertained by it. The what did you feel about Enzo's knowledge <coughs> of presidents from awesome. start to finish? That was awesome. And what did you think about Enzo wearing the powdered wig? Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome too. It fit too with the beard. <laughs> it, it, it looked very presidential. Yeah, it did. But like when it comes when it comes back to the situation, you know, AJ once again he's saying he has the club to make sure he stays afloat, but the club does nothing for him. But the club the club to even help him win the no more contenders match again to the t- world title match. So it's like okay, 
what are they there for? Because half the time you don't even see them together, unless he, unless he's so unless he's like cutting a promo with John Cena. Other than that, you don't see them together at all. It's, I th- I think that well, it's obviously going to get put over that they're together now that they're in a six man tag. They're oh yeah, be yeah, doing everything together. Yeah, no, yeah, no doubt. But when you try to get a faction over, you got to make sure that the leader is always together with the faction. Like, you would never see Triple H without DX. You never see the Rock without the Nation. You never see Flair without the Horsemen. But the, the club, like they do nothing for AJ. Like they kept, they didn't help him win the world title. They did one thing right. They did one thing, but they couldn't help him do nothing else right. That's <laughs> that. Like they're horrible. They do nothing. They have not been good since coming. They keep giving them the magic killer though. That's the that's only thing they could do. Like their matches have. They've had like one good match since they since they've been up. And that's a shame because they're the talented tag team. Yeah, they should yeah, put them out yeah. in more tag team matches. Yeah, like um, before Carl Anderson came, you know, New Japan, they ta- the tapings on Access. They're like what a year behind, mm-hmm. six months behind. I saw him. I think go one one with Kota Ibushi. Anderson's a good worker, but you can't. They don't let him show. I know. I know. Luke Gallows is great on the mic. But they don't let him show it because it's, it's PG. He can't do the things that he would do, he would yeah. do in New Japan because all he does is use I mean, curse the whole it's time. It's kind of a shame to have a triple threat, too. I I think maybe if you separated them into two separate matches, it would be better than you're going to see the six-man tag, I think. But what I do think is going to happen, because I don't know if you saw, but advertised for the first live SmackDown, it's Cena in Styles. I don't know if it's going to be a dark match or whatever. I don't know, I don't know, how, I don't know how that's going to go out. Since this six-man tag is booked, I think that'll be, that match will end disqualification. And then I think Cena, Cena and Enzo and Cass, they win at Battleground. And then I'm starting to think that they'll need a rubber match. I'm starting SummerSlam. To, SummerSlam. I'm starting to think these two, will, they will get drafted to SmackDown. And I think that SummerSlam match will be for the World Heavyweight title. I, I think that as well. That'd be impressive. That, that is what I think but is going to happen. maybe we're we giving WWE to too much it. credit because every time it makes sense. That's, yeah, that, that, yeah, that just makes too much sense to me, personally. I do think that's what they're going to do, though. I think it... But does make a lot of sense. They do have to put a world title on somebody if they're going to have one. We know you're listening. And who else? Who else is there to put it on? I mean, we don't know who's going to get drafted to SmackDown, but if those two are there, I can't imagine there's anybody bigger than those two. Yeah, and this is the time that you make AJ Styles and and they make him the world heavyweight champion. I did like that AJ made reference to the club was going to be running this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to we have to get rid of you first, well, and then we're going to run the... Well, like you said, you got to see a little more of that. Well, you got to see a little more of the behind-the-scenes kind of stuff. you got to build that up a little more. Yeah, because the one thing they're doing, like, they're trying to make John Cena super babyface in a situation, and they're trying to put the club over as a, as a top heel act, which they haven't been doing. They, they, they've been doing it, but they haven't done it yet. So they're working towards that, and then putting Angel and Cass with him makes 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 that team a com- complete babyface, and they're gonna the fans are gonna be behind and be behind Angel and Cass and Cena. Yeah, they were getting booed last night, which I thought was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ in the club. Yeah. So the fact that they're drawing, I mean, everybody loves AJ. The fact that yeah. they're getting heat, I think, is a great sign. Yeah, and, yeah. He's doing fact, doing quality heel work. Yeah, and then the fact that you're you're going to going up against Angel and Cass, that means you're going to be the, the no doubt the heel because. Enzo and Cass are like the most over thing on the roster, the most entertaining thing on the roster, hands down. So the club taking them out is going to give them automatic heel heat. Yeah. Yeah, but you like to see Enzo doing his mic work and stuff. You're not going to get that with him buried behind John Cena. John Cena is going to carry Well, I don't want Enzo anywhere near John Cena. Mm-hmm. That's my point. I, I don't. I, I'm behind you with that. He needs to stay far. Like, like, like don't. Like, no. Stay far away. Like He was see, already in serious danger of being eclipsed by Cass. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, don't put... Uh, Cena doesn't do... He doesn't work Tuesdays right now. Yeah. So don't put him anywhere near Enzo. Because Enzo's going to be awesome against, against the clock. Yeah, he's going to be great. That's what I said. It maybe should be two separate matches, which make it a little more entertaining in my, from, from my standpoint. But that's just me. 
Yeah, I was kind of disappointed at the idea of it being a six-man tag. I thought they'd have a match but at I did mention that last week because they've been putting over that it's a three-on-one. So I was like, okay, he needs two guys. But yeah, I would, two. I yeah, but I wouldn't think Enzo and Cass. Well, that's what we, I think, believe that's what we said on the yeah. show, too, is who, who can you even think of that yeah. would be on his side. And, yeah, none of us thought of Enzo and Cass. Moving on to the women. Yes. Finally. You banks on it. Yeah, it, I, my big complaints that I've had. Again, listening to the show. Is that, one, she has not had an opportunity to talk since she came back. She just showed up on Came back? So she's been on the roster. Well, yeah. <laughs> and she has not gotten to be the boss while she has been on the main roster. She got to do both. She, broke, she episode. broke down the boss. Yeah, she got to talk. I thought it was a great promo. She got to explain exactly who the boss is. I like Charlotte's promo too about. as well, so I thought the cross, cross yeah, promo was, a, was I love that work. none of them were in ring gear, for one. Yeah. And I love that they actually had a back and forth with each other, as opposed to one person talks, then the other person comes out and talks, and then they have like a scuffle and it's over. I yeah. like that it was an actual... And I like that she cleaned house. Charlotte was going over as the heel, and boss was, uh, the boss was putting her down. Yeah. Great crowd reaction from a crowd that was not that into it last night. I thought, anyway. I, think, I thought they, they, they were one of the better crowds we've gotten in the last few weeks. Really? I thought they were, they were seeing during, silent. During it that, almost sounded like a SmackDown crowd to me. We don't know how it all sound because it's always piped and shit. I mean. it, it sounded artificial to me for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I was on my own, but something about it just didn't sound right to me. Didn't sound like a raw crowd to me. Didn't sound too uh, enthusiastic out there. No, they weren't popping. John Cena even made mention of it. They sounded disappointed. Uh, <laughs> I hate when he does that hype man stuff. I hate it so much. Look, so we're getting a little heavy on the John Cena talk. Or well, are we gonna have to break the jar back out? Well, that's the end of it for tonight. Because I mean, I'll break the jar back out. Maybe next, if I mention it again, we'll bring the jar back next week. I'll get the jar. Don't let me Touché. forget. <laughs> so you also have had these complaints about Sasha Banks. How she's been portrayed. How did you feel about well, well, I had a, last night? I had a couple nitpicks. A couple nitpicks. <laughs> First, what did you like? Everything. Okay. So, what are the nitpicks? Well, no, I'm talking about throughout the year. I have had nitpicks oh, because I gotcha. been, the women's division has been not been good. It was good for one match. Yeah. yeah. It was good for, like, a small flash, and then it disappeared, and they yeah. kind of buried it behind the, the these first tag thing, matches. The first thing I have to say, I'm so glad that Lillian did not acknowledge Dana Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> she just said the women's champion, Charlotte, she, just know, she knows Dana Brooke is horrible. She knows she's not, she doesn't need to be there. <laughs> but this is the first time we've seen Sasha Banks be the boss. We've been, people have been, walk, we've been saying on the show for, for almost six months now how... Who's the boss? We don't know who the boss is. The Sasha gave her definition of the boss. We saw that the stuff she would do at NXT to people. When she came out, came out straight out to the ring, she she buried Dana Brooks saying, get your pit ball away from me. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, Sasha's always insult everybody yeah. all the time. But Sasha was amazing last night. Charlotte, Charlotte was too. Charlotte was saying, you're the boss. I'm the real boss because I've been the champion almost since, since I've been here. Cheers don't sell. <laughs> Champions do. Yeah, and that was great. And Sasha, that was that was a great line. That was great. And, you could, and Sasha, we finally got that edge out of Sasha that we know we got we, we got the attitude from out of her saying saying cha- champions are the bosses this the bosses that and and 
you can't you can't get I'm original. You can't get over with your dad with your daddy's gimmick. Yeah, your daddy's '80s gimmick. Your daddy's '80s gimmick. <laughs> but I thought I thought it was fantastic. Charlotte was real good too because she was still shooting because she's saying Sasha, you haven't done anything. Yeah. Since you, since you've been here. Yeah. Where have you even been? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Charlotte doesn't know either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same stuff. And on that's the good time. when you get a good promo between these two because you know you're gonna get a solid match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the promo has to be just as just as well built up to to hype that up and yeah, I think they, they do a good job. They really, I thought. Advanced that a lot last night. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I like. I said this already. I just like that Charlotte got an opportunity to come back at her because too often is it a Vince Russo thing. He, he says he doesn't like when wrestlers act like wrestlers. One person's talking and the other person's holding a microphone, holding it down and talking. Yeah, no, it's yeah, not natural. It's not, it's she got to come back. And for some it. reason, Sasha just walks through the invisible wall all the time. Yeah, <laughs> unlike, unlike everybody else. Yeah, that's not natural. You're not gonna be sitting there listening to someone ear beat you. You're gonna be reactive. Yeah, it was a great promo. Move the story forward. Do you think they get a one on one match at Battleground, or do you think, like we we speculated two weeks ago, that it was gonna be a tag match? Well, it's gonna be a one on one because we got the Page match last week. The tag with Page. I like how also like how Sasha remembered WrestleMania. That's the only yeah. thing people remember at WrestleMania because WrestleMania. Basically gone. means nothing <laughs> after the first night. But she actually acknowledged that if it wasn't for your dad, I'll be the woman champ right now, which is kind of true. Yeah, you never beat me. Yeah, you never beat me. She 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 um she made um Becky Becky submit. I do think we'll get a match at Battleground. And remember, I've been saying this for months now that I think Sasha, she hasn't been pinned yet on the WWE roster. I think that she she she's not leaving Battleground with the women's champion. Whether. Whether, It'll be Dana Brooke, I think, will yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether the, whether it's by whether Charlotte beats her be, with heel tactics, or Dana Brooke gets Charlotte disqualified, or Charlotte gets herself disqualified, Sasha's not leaving with the title. But I knew that I do think she'll come very close to winning the title, but she'll get her moment at SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam is definitely where I would see that happening. It's kind of kind of what they build that for. Yeah. The other thing I liked was that Charlotte has been running away from her yes. the last couple weeks, and she did not like. Yeah, she her. just sends Dana like a little dog. Go. Yeah. Go get her. That which is fine. That's what you're supposed to do. You send your person out in front of you to block you. Bray yeah. Wyatt does that. It's Take a good tactic. It was not. Oh my God, Sasha's here. Let me run out of the ring, <laughs> which I liked. Becky got a win last night. <laughs> crowd popped for that. That was a, that was one of the loudest but crowd they were, reactions. They were I dead heard. for the rest of that match. Yeah, <laughs> she got a win. Well, they botched a suplex. Someone yeah. where <laughs> Becky got dropped on her head. Mm-hmm. Luckily, she didn't get injured. She has a match with Natty, which has been announced. So we're gonna get. He's like, it's gonna probably be a, a uh, pre-show. Pro, it, it didn't say pre-show yet, but they have time to change that. Yeah, I'm, you think most likely. I assume it will be. I can't imagine they're gonna do two women's yeah, matches two on the main show. Profile. I'd like look, it if they did. Look, look man, I don't care because I'm, I'm, we're gonna see the women's title change hands, and that's gonna be a great moment. One way or another. Well, yeah. yeah. Not this paper. <laughs> well, well, after we see the women's title change hands, we're gonna beat up John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. I was hoping somebody would eventually do that at some point in the show. Tag team, what did you think of the Wyatts and the New Day? Eh. Really? It's good good mic work and everything like that. It's good exchanges. But I, I don't know. I just can't get behind Strowman. There are two things, I think. I'll let you give your thoughts first, though. That was the best Wyatt family promo in years. You think so? <laughs> yeah, because they went back to their roots. Of the, with the, in the in the cabin and this and that and, and having Bray Wyatt talk talk talking cabin, and then the thing with the new day is the key to this whole feud is Xavier. 
a lot of people saying they don't like this, but Xavier's selling this whole thing that he is like legit afraid or in awe of Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family. Yeah, and um, Bray Wyatt he wasn't redundant. So a lot of times he just like repeats himself mm-hmm. all the time, but he wasn't he wasn't that redundant last night. He was talking about how the posi- how the power of positivity. When we say reality. Compared, yeah, it's, compared not, to, it's not real. Yeah, it's not compared real. To reality, which yeah. I guess there's like a lot of hard truths in the world, basically. Yeah, right. and that's what. Yeah, that's what he's trying to show, show the new day. They have two different contradicting styles. So those, so those styles. So this is the first time Woods is actually like, oh my god, we might not, the pat like this is like. You can kind of compare this to the ministry, <laughs> but you really can't because it's PG. Yeah, no, I know what you mean though. There's yeah. a parallel. Yeah, it's there. like light versus dark. So in this situation, but Woods selling it, and he's saying the fact that he's just legit scared. Of, of the new of um the Wyatt family is selling this whole feud for me. I'm not sure they're probably gonna play the role. I'm not see. I'm not sure if they're gonna get a six man tag or the tag titles will be on the line. I'm not sure, but most likely a six man tag. I would think that that would be my thoughts on it. Yeah, I would I would think that too at this point. But I'm not sure where they're gonna go with Woods. I don't know if Woods is gonna gonna be positive again. I wouldn't be shocked because mm-hmm. they all, all they do is make the the new day lose. I mean the the Wyatt family lose all the time. So yeah. So. My thoughts. So. I love the promo on both sides of it. I thought the Wyatt's yeah, were great. Yeah, the promo great. was great work. I thought the New Day was great in their two different parts. Like, So the, the Wyatt's challenged them to, to meet them at their compound. I like that Kofi and Big E both... Just no hesitation. Yeah, we'll. What do you say? We'll spread positivity all over that place. Like, it, because, was, it, it was positivity versus. That fear. sounds dirty. That's yeah. what it was. So Bray said at one point, "I'm not sure if you guys. Everything's fun and games to you guys. Basically, I don't know if you guys want to be in a fight that's been going on since the beginning of time, which I loved, because like you said, light versus dark. That like tale as old as time. Beauty and again, I'll, again, I'll bring up Lost. There, John Locke was trying to explain the game of backgammon. Which that's what he said. He said light versus dark. It's a, it's a story that's been around forever. I also liked that, in contrast to them being so ready to go to that compound, Xavier put them over as scary. This is another thing I've been saying for months and months is I want them to be scary because that's what they should be. Not yeah. they shouldn't just be cool. They shouldn't just be the guys who people turn the lights on on their cell phone. And, and that's for. some freaky stuff when you just see him cutting there and then he's all, all upside down selling it again. Yeah. Like, what the? They're they're now legitimized as being scary. I like that we finally was was given voice to what's been going on with Xavier Woods because we've been speculating: is he mesmerized? Is Bray Wyatt winning him over? Yeah, is he being attracted to Darshan? But he's scared to death, and he's like, "You guys don't see what's happening here. If you guys don't understand what's happening here, the new day may not survive." Which that's huge consequences right there. I wonder how the match is going to end. Well, I don't Cause, know. Cause I can see, I can see Woods and and Bray Wyatt in the ring, and Bray Wyatt do his turn, his um, upside down cross, and, just, he just and, Woods, and Woods just freaks out. Yeah, which would be awesome. Yeah, with his Sultan boots. So on the negative side of this, which isn't really a huge negative, it's just something that popped into my head while nippy. I was watching. Have either of you seen the promo for the TNA final deletion? That's happening. I've no. heard. I don't want to watch it. I, it's a match from in their house. It's at the Hardy, Hardy house. So oh. it's the it's the final battle between Jeff and Matt Hardy for the Hardy for the Hardy name. Yes. What is that? How does that even make sense? It, it, it's TNA. Well, yeah, I'm, <laughs> no. I'm not trying to make sense of it. It's, it's just it's, it's, it's a it's a Matt Hardy original. It got yeah. it got a lot of a lot of run in the wrestling circle. Like apparently, producers from TNA gave film out of this match to people within WWE 
people in other wrestling companies within the industry and got great responses because it's different. They filmed it, I mean, on location at this, it's outside, I believe. I think it takes place all over the place. In the commercial, there's one part where Jeff Hardy's jumping out of a tree into the ring. It's very different. And they they filmed a vignette a few weeks ago, which I don't know if you saw, where they did the contract signing. And it was Matt playing the piano in his house. They did the contract signing by the ring at the house. They said, this is where it all began. This is where it'll end. And then, ultimately, Matt double-crosses Jeff and puts him through a table. I almost feel like WWE is like, huh, maybe we could do something like that to yeah, kind, of bite, kind of bite, kind of bite a little bit. That that was what I thought. Now, obviously, if you haven't seen all this stuff, you wouldn't think I've heard, that. I've heard about it, but I've had no desire to want to watch it. Is it good? Um, it's. I well, don't. It's Matt, I don't Matt know. Hardy, so how? It's really. It's different. And it, at the very, the very least, I can say is it at least has my attention. Because I know the last time I, I, well, I'm not even going to watch. Scroll past TNA. He was doing the <laughs> Matt, Matt was doing the Willow stuff. Oh yeah, that's Jeff's alter ego. Yeah, enough TNA. Go on. It also gets really lost. Yeah, yeah. My whole I feel dirty now. My whole point about that was just <laughs> that uh, I felt like WWE is doing something that I'm seeing TNA do, and I'm like, huh. Is that what happened, or am I just reading too much into yeah. it? You might be reading too much into it. Yeah, just, I mean, like, just like they watch Ring of Honor. But <laughs> but it could be possible. I, I, I don't think they would be that blatantly obvious, I would hope. You never know. You don't. You don't. Because that was definitely what I thought about Seth Rollins. Because we're talking about what makes sense. AJ and Cena fighting for when the SmackDown split. Next thing you know, we turn around. Sheamus is going to be the one with the title <laughs> on the SmackDown, you know? Well, so I said this last year when Seth Rollins was holding the two belts. Jay Lethal had was holding their television championship for like almost a year, and he won the world title. He was holding both belts. And then, miraculously, two weeks later, <laughs> Seth Rollins wins the U.S. title. Then, on their pay-per-view in August, I believe, or maybe it was July, Jay Lethal defended both belts in the same show. And then the next pay-per-view WWE had Seth Rollins did the same thing. I can't wait for the dirt sheet to come out. So I'm curious if that, if they saw this, they're like, huh, maybe we could do something like this. I don't know. Compound. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it'll be cool because it's something we have not seen. It'll be something different. And I like WWE trying something different, not just the same old things we always see. So we're going to watch The New Day versus The Wyatts on Italian Tri <laughs> at yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we they are. try stuff different. The Asylum match, come on. Uh, it's gold! So the U.S. title. <laughs> Rusev beats Titus O'Neil again. I thought there was a chance Titus might win it no. just because he came out dressed as Apollo Creed. Yeah. <laughs> but he wasn't winning. He just needed some Limited in America playing. Yeah, I thought maybe, yeah, I thought, thought there was a chance he didn't win it. Another match. Hopefully well, that's the end of that. I didn't think he'd win it, but I thought... I mean, the way they've been pushing Titus a little bit, that they give him a little more of a better match than that? Well, a push doesn't technically mean you're going to win a title. That's what I'm saying. I don't need it to be a winning title, but the match was kind of crappy, too. They didn't really give him much. Just gave him a two-hour accolade. <laughs> yeah, it didn't do anything for me. I thought it was a, a, a bad way to, to open the actual show. Well, it's a holiday Raw. It's not going to be, it's not going to be good. No, it just, I, I thought maybe they'd give it to Titus. Because I have Fourth of July, he's dressed in the All-America gear. But that, that is kind Even of Even if they don't give it to Titus, give Titus thing. a little more respect. Give him a well, hey, more. Team USA won. 
<laughs> well, that was where I was going next. 16-man tag. You don't need to go there. Just go, just go, go away from that. Cause well, that was I mean, the best part of this match for me is the promo from the international team when they're all, all arguing with each other pretty much. That's Jericho probably the best part of the match. The yeah. leader. It's like, who made you the leader? <laughs> and then they're over here talking in Spanish. Stupid, stupid idiot American. <laughs> happy, happy, yeah. Shut up! Happy Canadian Day. I, I love Jericho's face when he walked away during that too. <laughs> just the the frown, the just the the sour face. Him and Zayn arguing, walking down the ramp. Yeah, I. It was a poor use of Zayn and Owens. Yeah, that was the best part of the match for poor, me. Yeah, the, that, and that builds nothing to that match. The only thing was it just it's just one other case of them just being in each other's way. Yeah. So it's like another another page to that story, but we've seen a lot of it. And these matches, you just have too much going on to be entertained by one single thing. It's just too much. Well, the the American team was an embarrassment. It was. Those guys represent America. <laughs> the Jack Swagger. Woo-woo-woo, though. Yeah, woo, Ryder. Woo, woo. I mean, Big Show, Kane. Who else was it? Apollo. Apollo Cruz. They, they, they just There's break. There's one guy I think I'm forgetting. It doesn't, does it matter? Big show. It, it doesn't, but... <laughs> it doesn't matter. The multinational team was almost an embarrassment of riches <laughs> with Jericho, Owens, Zayn, Del Rio. I could do with or without the Lucha Dragons, uh, Sheamus, whatever. Yeah, the Lucha Dragons don't really fit when you start naming some of those other names. Well, I guess what was cool about that was half the team was heel, half the team was babyface, and that's what was their undoing, Kinda. was that they couldn't work together. Cesaro? Mm-hmm. So they had some some guys we like to watch on that team. It just didn't matter. It meant nothing. No. Zack Ryder goes over, and the Big Show. I'm almost getting sad watching the Big Show in the ring at this point. <laughs> it was sad watching that team. He gave that motivation to me. I was like, this this is horrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Did, that didn't get you right here. I'm, I'm the champion of Europe. Oh, that's the belt. I meant, I meant, I, I meant your heart. Not, He's not multinational. I'm multinational. <laughs> I, I meant your heart, not the belt, but he, he, he fell off. Yeah, drink it in, man. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Yeah, they uh yeah, not a great match, but the big show, you could tell it's it's starting to get almost to Andre the Giant levels where he can barely move. Take take him out back and put him to bed. He just looks awful in there. I like the guy, I think he did a lot for wrestling. He was well, a, they got stuff like swerve for a guy like that now though. Yeah. He loves that kind of but stuff. Come he can on. Still contribute it, it was just for that, for that, what is it, 16 guys? It's like, come on, you got to fill that, fill it with somebody. I got filled with somebody that's like, people aren't doing anything. Yeah, it just was uh, kind of boring. I didn't, and it was 22 minutes long. It was two and a half segments. Didn't need to be that long. I'll turn the channel. But, like we said, it's the 4th of July Raw. Not a lot's going to happen. They know nobody's going to watch it. I didn't see what the numbers well, were, bro. Did you happen to see what the numbers were for last I watched week? it. Nope. I watched it. You watched it. He watched it. So a three, a zero point three. So they, got, they got at least three people. A zero point three. That's a that's a hardy three. All right, that's a hardy three. Not a Jeff Hardy three. A, a big so, three. Yeah, I I told you guys earlier. I didn't think there was a whole lot to talk about with Raw. I don't know if there's anything either one of you wants to add from Raw. Did Did Vicky Guerrero look like Kurt Angle to you? A little bit. No. I think it was Kurt Angle wearing a Vicky Guerrero mask. He sounded just like Vicky too. He did. He had the excuse me down pat. Yeah, because I, I, I had the I had 
Joey, get my chest protector. <laughs> I got you. I got, I got you, Alo. Cause I, I had to deliver the lowdown on 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 Mike on Mike. You can't teach that day. Cause it's it's so cute how much of a mark he is for Kurt. Anything Kurt Angle, it is like, adorable. <laughs> it's, it's it's the cutest. <laughs> it is the cutest thing. And I'm like Mike. They're only saying that because he's a former general manager of SmackDown, and the fact that he the fact patriotic. that patriotic patriotic. He's an Olympic hero. That's the reason they're saying that. He ain't coming back. Think he ever comes back? I don't know. I know him. I know he said that him and Triple H had a meeting. He really wants to, but I think WWE's so afraid that if he gets in, a, in one of their wrestling matches, he's going to end up paralyzing himself, and that would not be good for their image. I think he should, he, he could come back just strictly as a manager for American Alpha, and he'd be perfect. It would fit. He wouldn't even have to take a bump, and he'd be great. Or he could do a Lesnar thing. Yeah, come every once in a while. I just, uh, yeah, there's nothing else I feel really need to add. But, yeah, Mike, Michael J., unfortunately, as much as I would have loved to have seen Kurt Angle there last night, it was not to be. Don't know if it will ever be. I, I hate I have to be so heelish to him because I just had to destroy his little heart. Yeah. You're you're pretty ruthless. I, I am ruthless. Ruthless aggression. Yeah, you, have to, you have to read. I tell you, you got to read those dirt sheets slowly. <laughs> Tell me, I gotta read them slowly because they, they're all lies. I read a different kind of dirt sheet very slowly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. NXT. I think it was a good episode this week. Better than it's been for most of the last. Yeah, there was some entertaining couple yeah. months. Entertaining setups, I should say. I you, you saw Bliss get getting over once once again. Yeah, She's I starting like... to get a little more wrestling, you know, background behind her right now, and that's that's always great. I like that match. I liked that. One, I liked that both of them have gotten so much better over yeah. the last year. I like the way they set up the tag division, too. I mean, with that, obviously, you got a huge match next week. I don't want to spoil anything yet. But I guess we'll get to that in all yeah. the time. Dirt Sheet's already writing that out for us. <laughs> well, yeah, what I like about Alexa is... So I've, I've talked a lot about the whole like mean girl thing. You don't need everybody on the women's roster. doesn't have to be a mean girl. She's just mean. She's not the stereotype mean girl, catty girl. She's just pissed off and hates everybody and just wants to get herself ahead. I love that she's always ready to just step on somebody when they're laying on the mat. She's ready to step on somebody's face, step on their stomach, step on their back. Mm -hmm. So she has become a good character, and she's become a good worker a better worker in the ring. Definitely. Change the name of the Sparkle Splash, yeah, finally. Twisted Bliss, finally. Twisted Bliss, it's a perfect name for it. And you're starting to see a little more distance from Blake and Murphy, so no, you're seeing her gone. in her own now. That's what I'm saying. You're seeing a little more of her in her own now, so that's Keep perfect. them far away from her. But she's, she's one of my favorites, and um, I think we'll, I, th I predict we'll see her coming up soon. And she'll be involved in that draft. See, that was one of the things I was thinking watching that match. Is one of them going up and one of them staying down? I think they'll, both, they... I think they'll both go. Because I was almost getting the feeling, and obviously I could be wrong, I've been wrong many times before, I was getting the feeling that they were building her up to stay on the NXT roster. Like Carmella? Make her, no, I thought they were building Alexa Bliss up to be more important to the women's roster in NXT. But she could be gone, you know, in 11 days or 14 days, however many it is. I think she she interrupted Bailey's interview. I thought awesome. that was great. That was awesome. I love like her facial expressions are always perfect. Like I think she like I think she studies a lot of Trish Stratus because mm -hmm. Trish will make a lot of the same faces. So her facial expressions are always on point, and they, and you could like you could just tell she's in like complete disgust. Yeah, yeah, she's perfect. I love that she even said 
how much fun she had beating up Carmella. And I'll take even even that much more satisfaction in beating you. So that match is what, next week, I believe? Mm-hmm. Bailey and Alexa Bliss. I'm assuming this is gonna be how Bailey wins number one contendership. Well, it's not a number one contenders match, but Well, okay. I thought she was saying that she was the one that was gonna get the next title shot, but maybe I read too much into that. The Cien got another match, does not seem to be getting over with the crowd. Nah. Nah. I mean he he's he looks like he'd be fun, but I always ju- I like to judge these kind of wrestlers when they get into like real good matches, when they when they fight someone who is more entertaining instead of doing the keep doing the same four or five gimmicks. He, he, uh, they're not, not doing, doing that it for him. Those was it, suspenders in the hat, no. The goofy haircut. I like I like when he runs across the ropes and just sits in the middle of the ropes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I mean, like I said, that's just one of his gimmicks. That's yeah. entertaining, but I want to see him get in in a, in a real match. I want to see. Yeah, him, he can work. I want to just... see him fight some adversity. I assume you're probably going to see it relatively quick. Like, No Way Jose got to skate by for, what, three, four matches, and then boom, he's... Now he's got the ire of Austin Aries, which is not a good place to be. Yeah, who has the ire of me still, because I have not gotten an apology. (laughs) Austin Aries, once again, you may be the greatest man who ever lived, but you are not the perfect 20. That's me, and... I will demand this apology until I get it. And I'm sure he could agree with me, because some of Austin Aries' best work... Was always heel work. Oh, and awesome. other, and now, 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 now they have him full on heel. You'll get to see him at his best. And after you get the apology, he's gonna beat John Cena. <laughs> How do you feel about him going to the old Jericho AJ storyline of he turned on No Way Jose because of the fans chanting for him? <laughs> but I, I just love the fact that he sold that dance so long. He did a long time. <laughs> a long time. It just. And then not that just destroyed him. It was, it was so perfect. But Aries is just built up frustration. He's he's shooting because in reality he's not getting the reactions in NXT that yeah. I think he deserves. He kind of gets silenced. He gets cheers, but it's not like not like you would expect. It's yeah. not like you would expect. Well, they didn't do him any favors by bringing in Nakamura right after he came in. Yeah, that was kind of took all the wind out of the sail. Like yeah. whenever somebody's the new guy that they know, they get excited. They had him as the new guy, and then immediately. Another guy they like more mm-hmm. came in, so he didn't get a chance to to be the new guy for that long. Yeah, I, I just hope that he stays in NXT because I don't think Vince will do him any justice. No, nah, he he does belong on the NXT roster at least for a while. Yeah, he could definitely contend for a title, push that title a little further down. I mean, right now we got Smojo, so I'm content with that. Yeah, so am I. Hype Bros, how'd you feel about their match with with Champa and Gargano? I like Chomp on Gargano. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was entertaining. It was a good match, but... Well, I can't get behind Mojo. I can't get behind no. the hype bros in general. I don't like nah, Mojo. I mean, they're, they're there to you know, fill a card, fill a roster spot. You think Mojo comes up? No. But I, I did enjoy the Chomp. I hope. I mean, for Zack Ryder's sake, I... Well, you know what? It for, might to, actually to be, be a better team? for Zack Ryder if he comes up and they just get to be a tag team because then he may have something to do. Because Zack Ryder has grown on me a little bit over the last couple months. He just needs a new gimmick. Well, he really well, need, he well, needs to be repackaged. Well, I think he has repackaged. all the ability. I think I just looked at him like, ah, oh, this guy's corny. And then over time, well, the I problem. realized yeah. it's like, well, when he gets to talk, he can do it. But he got the Cena syndrome. Yeah, he's a good, <laughs> he's a good worker in the ring, but he just never gets to to progress. He never gets to develop into something. He's just kind of stuck being a guy. Oh yeah, we throw him on TV yeah. once every few. Throw him a bone every once in a while. Yeah, well, Cena sucked. We'll give him a title. For, well, Cena for, sucked on a. Pop, we'll give him a title for a minute. The juice out of him with that with that Eve Torres stuff. How long ago was that? That was 2012. Okay, yeah, I wasn't watching at that point. Shame on you. 
Well, you brought up the tag division. Yeah, that's where we got to. We were talking about that that match, Gargano Champa, which set up Alpha American Alpha coming down to kind of confront them because they they feel like they're making a lot of waves in the tag division, and Alpha wanted to shut that down. We're up next. You can fight us when we're done. Yeah, well, they should have a rematch. Yeah, they'll have it. A, a, yeah. a rubber match, and yeah. Regal came out and announced they will have a rubber match. It's in two weeks, did they? Oh, no. Next week. Next week. Next two week. Out, two out of three two falls. Out of three two out of three, three, three falls. Yeah. Should be a fun match. Should be a great match. What did you think of the Revival's promo? Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Here's what I didn't mind about it. Scott Dawson's better than Dash, but it's still not good. Here's what I didn't mind about it. They were throwing around a little bit of wrestling lingo. Like they said, this is top guy stuff. I like that. They said something else. Oh, you guys are a couple of good hands. <laughs> I like that they were throwing around like insider wrestling talk because it does not happen very often when you're watching anymore. Definitely. So I like that they did that. It came across very condescending, which I liked. I think American Alpha is going to lose, though, right? Because they're probably going to come up. I know spoilers. Oh, you do? Yeah, I don't ruin it. Yeah, mm. I don't, I don't want to know yet. I do think that's going to be a great match, though. And then the Authors of Pain come out with yet another beatdown of American Alpha. These guys are getting over in the crowd, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't even know their names, and they're over like this? What? <laughs> I don't know what language the one guy was speaking in the ring. So you, I know, are on record as you have not bought into these guys at all. No, I've not bought into I know nothing they, about them. They've, they've done nothing for me. No, they've just gotten to come out and be a wrecking crew. The best part I, was when uh, Jordan gave the one big guy uh, a suplex. That was the best part of that for me. And then he got destroyed by a clothesline, yeah. I believe. What do you think of what I assume is their finisher, the clothesline side Russian leg sweep? I don't <laughs> n- no. no. <laughs> so we're all in agreement. Those guys have, are not off to a great start. Just wait till you watch NXT a couple weeks. <laughs> I will. Co- co- couple weeks. <laughs> Couple, couple weeks. How, what did you think of Enzo and Cass's Sonic commercial? That was night? awesome. Cup of potato. That was the best plug they've ever had <laughs> as far as commercial. All those guys are great. I mean, he could he could name all the presidents, but he can't figure out Sonic. I mean, <laughs> Cup stupid there. Cup of potatoes. <laughs> so I guess the biggest story in NXT: Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura. I two fight. weeks. I fight Balor. <laughs> I, I can't. This is another situation where they're building up the story of them being friends in real life, about them having a lot of respect for each other. It's going to have to be an incredible match. Oh, it should be. I'm hard. It's hard to believe that it wouldn't be. Uh, do you think NXT Match of the Year candidate? Oh yeah, I've heard good things about yeah, this match. Yeah. Do you think? Would you? So you know about it. Do you think it's going to outdo Nakamura, Sami Zayn from Takeover Dallas? I don't know, but Triple H raves about it. He's been he's raved about that match from the, at the tape from about the, from the tapings. That's one of those things where that crowd is going to be going nuts. Yeah, yeah. before the Dallas. that full cell crowd has lost a lot of steam because when they go to Dallas and Brooklyn and wherever they where, Dallas, Brooklyn, and was it Tokyo mm-hmm. or, or yeah. London? When they went there, it was like okay, that those crowds where they were all into it, but now those full cell crowds they they're not what they used to be. No, I won't. They're getting overshadowed a little bit. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people in the wrestling community that just does not like that crowd. <laughs> Which, and I don't know, it's the same people that are there every every week, every taping you would assume. So I don't know why they're losing steam, but it is noticeable. Yeah. It's not as bad as those tapings they did 
Oh, after no. Takeover Dallas. Oh, that was so bad. Those it, crowds were terrible. They were horrible. Uh, did you hear they would? <laughs> did you hear about um, Nakamura went one on one with Murphy? And they were chanting for Murphy. Are you serious? <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> Why would you do that? I did not hear about. I did not hear that. No. I did. Oh, you know what? I don't know. Now I think I just was not even really paying attention to be honest. The so NXT should be good the next couple weeks. We have some big matches. I'm looking forward to it. I assume the next two episodes of NXT are going to be better than last night's episode of Raw. <laughs> this show's better well, than last I mean, night's Raw. Yeah. <laughs> From the booking that, that we have so far, I, I would say so. I would say so as well. So, with NXT on, on the brain, their Cruiserweight Classic is coming up next week. So, we decided to do our own Cruiserweight Classic where we picked 16 of the greatest cruiserweights of all time. There are a few notable exceptions. Alo refused to take part in this if Jeff Hardy was included <laughs> because in his mind, he remembers Jeff Hardy constantly costing the Hardy Boys every well, match they were well, in. Well, Jeff was a light heavyweight champ for two weeks. <laughs> I refuse to do this if Takamichinoku was involved solely because of my hatred for the Michinoku yeah. driver. And Eric's not here because Eric's not here per suspension and because Gilbert's not here. <laughs> the biggest Goldberg mark on the panel. Gilbert did not did not want Gilbert involved. So we'll move on to the matches. We'll do this much like we did the March Mania. Well, what are everybody your thoughts? gets a vote. Well, what are your thoughts on the current Cruiserweight class that's going to happen in the, like, next week? So I really don't know because I don't know who half of these guys are. I don't know if somebody's going to win it who they have already in the yeah. development system. I don't know if it's going to be somebody new is going to win it. I don't know if whoever wins it is now going to be on the roster. Oh, I mean, look, it's be interesting to find out. I think it's going to be very entertaining, though, if they do it right now. I believe that they have the right wrestlers lined up that they could put on a quality match. I think they're all going to be great matches. I think it's going to be – this is an IWC dream come true to see all these matches. Mm-hmm. How many? Or is it all filmed already? Is it? Is um, some of I know they started taping, so so I'm not sure if the whole thing is filmed yet. But um, I'm, I know a few of these guys. I know I'm, I'm familiar with Zack Saber Jr. Tajiri's in it. I don't know if you saw that. Really? Brian, yeah, Brian, yeah. Brian Kendrick. Uh, That's awesome. Cedric Alexander. He was, I think he was a TNA guy. Is I it, think it looks like from the previews that that Champa's in it too. Yeah, Gargano and Champa are in it. I said Zack Saber Jr. Kota Bushi's in it. Um. These these Indian these India guys um called the Bollywood Boys I've heard they're real good and um Tony Nese is in it too when you um guys went to House of Hardcore you, you oh, talked yeah. talk, talk a lot great. about him yeah but um I think in the finals since Zack Saber Jr. is dubbed as the best technical wrestler in the world by most people yeah I would assume he's gonna make a big dent yeah so in this I, I so I th- I think oh Rich Wine's in this too by the way oh I think, really yeah so I think I think the two uh, the two probably best workers in this in this tournament. Are Abushi and Zack Saber Jr. So I think those two will be in the final. I think Abushi wins because they've been showing Abushi a lot on WWE TV. They've also just really broken into Asia not too long yeah. ago, so it really helps. Yeah, it'd be a great way to break. Yeah, further that market. That. Yeah, and I hope a lot of these guys get signed too, because I'm not sure how what Zack Saber's status has ever been with WWE. Well, there's probably going to be a lot of space. Yeah, when that, with that angle. Yeah, with the, yeah. <laughs> if you want to kill, if you want, because you got. I don't think we'll get a bunch of NXT call ups for the um. For the brand split, I think maybe you might get five at the most. But this is a big opportunity for these guys. You can see them on TV. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be huge for all these guys. I think it's going to be, it's going to give a lot of buzz to the WWE Network. I think a lot of people who have been highly critical of WWE over the past few years, it's like throwing those people a bone. The people who probably hate WWE the most are the people who will love this tournament the most. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it probably gets some people on their side. Yeah, like you said, they, 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 they cater to all the audiences. Yeah, I I'm tried to make that point a few months ago. They're building ago. a little more to everyone, yeah. And I, yeah, like yeah, Raw. Somebody like Vince Russo sees Raw as the be-all, end-all of WWE. It's very important. I mean, it's the, their biggest, their weekly show. It's the biggest thing they do. But they're not dependent solely on Raw ratings. They're doing so many other things. To try to de- to try to develop a following in so many different avenues, that and this is just another one. People who specifically like Ring of Honor, diversify your who, portfolio. Yeah, people who specifically like New Japan or whatever. This is getting those people on board with something. There's probably a lot of people that will subscribe to the network. Yeah, solely to watch. Yeah, this and the fact that they have different countries too. They, they they put their hand in different countries to get to get the um, the interest out of from different people. Yeah, it's gonna be it's huge for them and it's huge for all these individual. Wrestlers too, and I am a big Rich Swan fan, by the way. So yeah, he's I'm glad good. that he's going to be in it. So yeah, I don't know who's going to win. Get at me, Swan. <laughs> it makes sense though that Zach Zach Saber Jr. is probably the guy whose name I've heard the most, outside of the guys I really know. I've mm-hmm. never seen a, a Zach Saber Jr. match, but I've heard that he's time to do incredible. some homework. I've saw yeah. I've saw him and Kurt Angle go one on one. Really? Yeah, I've heard that was I saw that was I heard that was. That's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting introduced to all these guys that you hear about and. Unless you're watching these smaller promotions you never see, I don't have time to watch them, so it'll be nice to be introduced to a bunch of new talent. And they have the two best people to call it. They got Daniel Bryan and Morrow. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Well, they're doing a bracketology. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow night, At 9 right? o'clock, yeah. Looking forward to see that, too. So I'm guessing they're... Is it just an announcing of the brackets? I'm, I'm, guessing. Sh- I'm sure. I'm sure they'll probably break it down a little bit, too. Like, yeah, uh, I'm sure they'll show like, like video highlights of everybody else. Yeah, kind of build it in a way. Yeah, that's going to be fun too. You think Daniel Bryan's going to talk about bears? <laughs> if he doesn't, if he doesn't, he should. Are you going to disappoint? Are you going to talk about bears? <laughs> we got confirmation. Got Daniel Bryan will we'll be talk, mentioning bears. We'll be talking about bears. So without any further ado, we're going to get right into the Matt Madness Cruiserweight Classic. We did not make a big board like we did before, but we will all have a vote. Whoever wins gets two votes advances. Yeah, and this is out of this these we got these guys from the list of former light heavyweight and cruiserweight champions because after a while this list was a little difficult to come to come up with because cruiserweights weren't recognized after two thousand seven. Yeah. So we just went through some people we thought were the top cruiserweights in in this time. Yeah, this is similar to how we did the the March Mania bracket. A lot of it was based on titles, longevity. Jeff Hardy in on there. Two weeks. He he hates Jeff Hardy. I know. He, he refused to take part. I was being a jerk. <laughs> so, first matchup right off the bat, we have Rey Mysterio Jr. facing off with Elix Skipper. Aaron, who do you got? Well, you got you got Rey Mysterio <laughs> going against the, the a fact. You probably probably remember it because it only lasted two weeks. It was only a thing for two weeks. The first ever Cruiserweight Tag Team Champion, Elix Skipper. No, really? <laughs> yeah, they had Cruiserweight Tag Team before they died. But I'm going to go with Rey Mysterio. Joe? I can't say I know uh, too much about Elix Skipper. I have seen He's him. He's awesome. I have seen him. I, I was just looking into him a little more. But, I mean, just, just off the fact that how much I know about him, I have to go Rey Mysterio. I, I stay in the 619 on this one as well. I don't know if you can go any other way. 
Next up, Juventud Guerrera versus Gregory Helms. Joe? That's kind of tough. I mean, Juventud was probably a better wrestler, but I was always a big fan of Gregory Helms. I loved his gimmick, and um, <laughs> I thought he was a great wrestler. Fuck it, I'll go Helms. <laughs> How about you? Uh, well, who will be against the, the longest reigning cruiserweight <laughs> champion of all time? Um, I like Gregory Helms to an extent. There was points I did I didn't like him. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with Hoovy. Hoovy. So, all right, that's two that I didn't even have to make bet on, but I would have would have gone that way anyway. Who you go with Hoovy? Yeah. So that's two clean sweeps right off the bat. Billy Kidman and Chavo Guerrero. Mr. Tory Wilson himself, Billy Kidman. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I'll go Billy. Billy, I would have gone that Billy. way as well. Mr. Tory Wilson, he deserved to advance. The last just, one, just man. That. That's a tough one. <laughs> Brian Pillman. The first cruiserweight champion. Against Eddie Guerrero. Joe? Flying Brian versus Eddie, who lies and cheats and steals. <laughs> I think he'd cheat his way to a win. I'm going to go Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. All right, I go Eddie as well. Moving on to the right side of the bracket. The man of a thousand holds, Dean Malenko. Against Jamie Noble. Jamie Noble, boy. I love to go Jamie Noble. I thought I love Jamie Noble as a wrestler, and I thought he was underused. But I can't go past Diamond Dean. Wow. Let's go, Malenko. I. Oh boy. Oh boy. For J and J security alone, I'm going <laughs> Jamie Noble. Whoa. whoa, whoa. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I, I, I know nobody probably expected him to make it out, but I knew if I had a wow. chance, I was pushing him through. You're well, going, Jamie. I gotta go with the ladies' man himself, Dean Malenko, the man who wears. Oh, I socks. thought you picked Jamie Noble. Oh no! Yeah, yeah it sounded like you did too. Oh, it sounded oh, wow. like you did. No, I, no. I, man, you swerved me, Whoa. Russo. He swerved the hell out of you. No, I was doing my Jamie Noble impression. Ooh. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Jamie Noble, boy. Yeah, you, you swerved me. Yeah, I'm, right, no, so. I'm going with the socks and bed himself, Dean Malenko. You, you got a right. nice winner. I did. I was so excited about that. I'm Tom pumped. I want. <laughs> so we Steve have versus Eddie. Already, it's got. We have we have X Pac. And Ultimo Dragon. Aaron, who are you going with? Uh, for Xbox, the first man to hold both the light heavyweight and cruiserweight champions simultaneously. Uh, hmm. I wasn't in the WCW during Ultimo Dragon's time. I saw him in WWE, that didn't last long at all. So I'm going to go with X Pac. Nice. Joe? I'm going to make it a little diversive. I'm going to go Ultimo. I'm gonna put the, put it on your shoulders. Oh. All right, that's fine. I can't go against DX or the Click, so X Pac it is. Or Delaware County. He yeah, or Delaware County. Yeah, he, he lives not too far. Yeah. He may be a guest on the show not too long from now. Anytime, X. Next matchup. I give you the gift of Jericho. Oh, oh. Drink it in, man. Chris Jericho, Aaron, or. Matt Hardy. Version one. Yeah. <laughs> the one before he was all puffy. Well, I'm going to go with the sensei of Mattitude. <laughs> Matt Hardy version Whoa. one. Whoa. I could never get behind Matt Hardy, and plus I, I think Jess Jericho is one of the best wrestlers of our, of our time, so I'm going Chris. You didn't like Matt Hardy version one? I never that got behind awesome. Matty. I never got behind Matt Hardy any version. Matt Max? You knew where I was. There was no way I was not going with Y2J. I have to keep giving the gift of Jericho. You know it's Jericho. As often as I can. Next up, Tajiri against Jushin Thunder Liger. 
Um, I'm gonna go with Justin Thunderlager, the Undertaker of the Cruiserweight <laughs> division. <laughs> I'll go. Uh, I'll go to Jerry. He's gonna spit some of that stuff in his face. And, you know, <laughs> it's all downhill from there. I think solely because Tajiri is in this tournament now, I'm gonna go with Tajiri as well. Hmm. Also because I know I'm not picking against Jericho in the next round anyway, <laughs> no matter who it is. So back up to the top left, Rey Mysterio Jr. against Juventud Guerrero. Joe. I'm going to go... This could be an actual amazing mass watch. Um, let's go Rey Mysterio Jr. I just... 619, baby. Yeah. I'm going to go Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio gets through again. Would have been a clean sweep. Bottom left, we have Billy Kidman. Once again against Eddie Guerrero. Can you go first, Joe? I might need to go last. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll jump right in there. Um, probably gonna go Guerrero. I'm, I'm gonna say Guerrero. Aaron, you want me to go or you? Yes, want to please go? go. Eddie Guerrero. Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Very uh, sp- torn on that one, huh? I love Billy Kidman. So do I. I love. I love Billy, I loved, I loved, Billy Kidman. Was awesome. was awesome. Yeah. So back in that time, I was solely Jericho was the only thing I liked about WCW, and slowly Billy Kidman when I'd see him was growing on me. So I was a big Billy Kidman fan as well, but can't go against Eddie. I mean, nah. His Tommy Hilfiger shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Man of a Thousand Holds, Dean Malenko, against X-Pac. Oh. Mr. Socks and Bear, Dean Malenko. <laughs> Definitely Diamond Dean. All right, I would have gone X-Pac once again, but Dean, you made it through. Sorry, Pac. All right, Y2J, Chris Jericho, the best in the world at what he does against Tajiri. Matt Hardy version one. <laughs> He's not in it anymore, stupid. How about you, Joe? I'll go Chris Jericho. All right. Y2J. And I would have gone Y2J Clean as sweep. well. Clean sweep, yes. So we're down to the final four in the Matt Madness Cruiserweight Classic. Rey Mysterio against one Eddie Guerrero. Halloween have it 97 all over again. <laughs> yeah. One of the greatest matches in the last 20 years, probably. Mm-hmm. It's coming up on 20 years. Yeah. I'm going to go with Ray. Whoa. Whoa. I think that Eddie's going to find a way to get one over on Ray because that's what he does. So I'm going to Eddie Guerrero. So, one of these two, I really tried to push through in the March Mania bracket. Rubber Reigns ain't on this. In honor, <laughs> because we couldn't get Sasha Banks through herself past Ric Flair. Well, you put her against oh, Ric Flair. Oh, 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 I know where this is going. So I got to go Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, now what you should do is put Roman Reigns versus Sasha Banks. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fair fight. <laughs> so now, yeah, the final contestant in the championship tough round. Match, tough match right here. The man of a thousand holds, Dean Malenko, or the man of a thousand four holds, Chris Jericho. <laughs> Mm, I think I think he uh, he fought Dean in, in the apple. The apple uh, was. Is the there? Apple, do either of you specifically want to go last in this one? It's Dean and Jericho, right? Don't sound so defeated. Mm. We know we're past. Because I'm going through cruiserweight history. Because like we all know Jericho will be better than Dean because Dean Lincoln couldn't talk. So for cruiserweight longevity, uh, I'll go Dean Malenko. Woo-hoo. I'm gonna put it on your shoulders, Ron. Y2J. Y2J it is. 
Yeah. Stupid idiots. It's a hell of a final. So now I don't know what I'm going to do. This this is interesting. Well, I think I know what you're going to do. <laughs> we have Eddie Guerrero against Chris Jericho facing off to be the first ever, the inaugural Matt Madness Cruiserweight Classic champion. I'll go Eddie Guerrero. Ooh. You lie, you cheat, you steal. <laughs> So wait, Eddie Guerrero just won? Eddie Guerrero just won. Who would you have picked, Ron? I don't know. I, I'm glad I never well, have to well, find well, out. Well, let's, well, pretend, you you say, let's pretend I swerved you for a minute. No, yeah, yeah. Y2J. Why do we got to know? I probably would have picked Eddie. You couldn't go against your... So the winner no. of the Matt, uh, first ever Matt Manus Cruiserweight Classic, Matt Hardy version one. <laughs> so Eddie, clean sweep. Eddie Guerrero, clean sweep. Laugh will be happy. Woo! Joey, Eddie. laugh. Uh, yeah, uh, laugh who hated my bracket will like this. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero pulls it out in the end. Sasha and laugh will be thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> you might and, get and, that, and that makes me really happy. You as might well. get some. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's Laugh's the first. Married. That's, <laughs> that's the first ever. <laughs> the first ever Matt Man is Never stopped him before. We'll probably post a filled out version of this bracket on our Facebook page either tomorrow or the next day. So, stay tuned tomorrow on the WWE Network for the Cruiserweight Classic Bracketology. Be ready for, it's not quite the last, second to last ever taped Thursday Night Smackdown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That era is almost over. Almost. More wrestling. Joy. Yeah. That's going to double double the length of our show probably. Oh, jeez. Eric's pissed. <laughs> I'm sure he is. It's, it's going to be a lot to, to take on. That's my one concern with this. As much as it's going to be like fun have a live show more entertaining but it's going to it's going to be a lot on a weekend with a pay-per-view especially a weekend like SummerSlam weekend where yeah. you have an NXT takeover on Saturday two and a half hours <laughs> a three and a half maybe sometimes four, four hour rest SummerSlam on Sunday three hour Raw on Monday two hours of Smackdown on Tuesday and if you watch NXT live that's another hour on Wednesday that is a lot you trying to make me cry I wasn't trying to. You're getting there. Well, all right, I'll, I'll stop talking about it. <laughs> thank you. So, thank you to anybody who listened to our show this week. I don't think we have anything else to discuss, you, really. Um, well, I had a listener question. Okay, what was the question? All right, this comes from Die Rocky Die Joe Lab. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was really inspired by your un first ever unsanctioned episode of Matt Madness with Derek. Okay, well, I tell Joey I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, which is available right now on iTunes and Podbean. It is. And YouTube. Thank you, Derek McCauley, for being the first guest. D-Mac. Thank you, D-Mac. D-Mac did a D-Mac. great job. D-Mac. Good job. I, I added him on Facebook. He's actually, putting himself over. I wish I could remember. He he posted on Facebook. He just started writing for a wrestling website. He wrote his first article Yeah, today. I saw it. It's about the Cruiserweight Classic. Yes. So, congratulations on that. Congratulations, D-Mac. Maybe post this on the Facebook page. Anybody who wants to read it can, but go ahead with the question. Well, he was inspired by your conversation with him, and he wants to know, what are your top four heels? Top four heels of mm -hmm. all time. Good question, Joey. Laugh, die, recognize. It's gonna be. Take two, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten minutes. <laughs> Randy the Macho Man Savage is probably my number one. Ric Flair would probably be my number two. I loved heel HBK. Awesome. So that's my number three. And number four, who do I go with? 
think I might go with Hunter because he's probably the best heel they've wow. had. Somebody swing last over here for like six months. Yeah, Joey. That's tough. Like wow. I said, I'd have to take like twenty-seven hey, minutes to <laughs> think about that. Huh. Hey, look, that's so happy. I don't know. I mean, this is just me being nostalgic, mm-hmm. and. Probably won't get a lot of agreements here, but I used to love Rick the Rick the Model Martel back back Great in the day. That was some good work when you spread the people with the, the big bottle of cologne. Oh yeah, that's just a nostalgia. Blinded Jake the Snake Roberts, yeah, right? That's a nostalgia <laughs> thing for me. Then obviously Jake the Snake Roberts, two old school era guys that were amazing heels. Um, Triple H, new era kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, where else would I go here? Well, right now, because I'm kind of kind of loving the work he's doing, and I loved him in TNA, I'm going to go Samoa Joe. Oh, oh. another good one. Whoa. Well, this is hard Whoa. for me, because I've been named four. Is that... Why are you yeah, no one? I didn't name four. It took like off the list. Uh, all right, well, I'm going to start with... I'll start with Ric Flair. Okay. Because he could be, easily be the most hated man in the world. Um, I'm going to go with Hot Rod. Good one as well. Oh, That's you. Okay. <laughs> You're not in Putacana no more. <laughs> I am right here. <laughs> Very popular Mexican. I'm going to go Eddie Guerrero. Okay, another good go. one. Yeah. And, of course, Hunter. I was going to say, let's end the suspense. Hunter. Of course, Triple H. Yeah, I can't forget Punk. Punk is awesome. Yeah. He was a great heel. Amazing. Do we have any it's more listener many. questions, or was that all we had this week? That's all we had this week. I, I got one question. Okay, what's that? It's my question. So with NXT, you know, any any champion um, or a past or present is eventually going to get demoted. So yes. we're eventually looking at possibly Bailey moving up. How would you like to see her break into WWE? What kind of match or, or what kind of feud? How would you like to see her come up and be used and utilized properly? What I wouldn't hate. <laughs> properly. Properly. Because <laughs> there, there's so many ways they could go with it. I'm just going to keep it really simple. I know this isn't going to happen, but I wouldn't mind it if it did. Is if at Battleground, Sasha is playing the numbers game against Dana and Charlotte. And Bailey evens the odds. Or maybe it's SummerSlam that happens. That's how I would like to see it. I think it's simple. They have a history. They have a, a respect for each other. The last time you saw them together, they were hugging it out and crying together after the Iron Man match. So that's what I'd like to see. How about you, Aaron? I was actually thinking about this today. <laughs> really? Yeah, right, I really yeah. was, yeah. Cause, I was in your head. Cause <laughs> I, thought about, like, <laughs> I thought about how I think Sasha's going to get screwed or lose at Battleground, she's not, I don't think she'll leave with the women's title. So I was thinking, hmm, maybe Bailey, maybe Be- Becky will be done with Natty, and then Bailey will come up and get the Fatal Four Way at SummerSlam. And that's the first way. She, that's how she won the, the NXT Women's Title. But I was like, okay, that was, Bailey's gonna be with Oscar at Brooklyn, so it doesn't make sense to have Bailey in an NXT Women's Title match, then WWE Women's Title match the next night. That wouldn't really make any sense. Yeah. So my thing is, whenever Sasha wins. I think I think what you can do is you could have Bailey come out when Bailey when Sasha when Bailey I mean Sasha's done with Charlotte. But I think I still think you keep Charlotte real close to that situation. And definitely. It's, but the thing is, I, since Sasha's probably winning at SummerSlam, you kind of that's a long time to wait to WrestleMania because they start that's that's when they like to have their multi-person matches. Yeah. And I think that's where you get the fatal four ways at WrestleMania. Yeah, it makes sense. How about you? How do you want to see Bailey? Break well, up? I was thinking kind of in the same same. You know, Avenue, you are coming in, maybe helping, you know, uh, helping Sasha win the title. Then coming back later, like, all right, I helped you, now you owe me this title shot. Yeah. And eventually, obviously, we go to, you want to keep Charlotte, like I said, great wrestler, like you were saying. 
keep her in the picture, and maybe down the road you'd have that big WrestleMania match. The four horse women. Yeah, because they don't handle... If you're not going for the title, they don't handle you well at all. They're just not learning how to build a secondary Mm storyline. I guess the other thing that would be good is we pretty much, I think we've discussed this before, that it's going to be almost impossible to have Sasha be a heel at this point. People like her too much. Maybe Bailey getting involved is the one way you could have her be the heel boss character. Mm -hmm. So either way, I think she should be brought immediately into some type of storyline with Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any other way you can or should do it. Yeah, I agree. That's a good question. I had my moments. I liked it. <laughs> question, Joseph. Anything that gets the boss brought back up without me having to bring it up, I appreciate. So, that is our show for today. Thank you for anyone listening in India and Pakistan. You can check us out on iTunes, Podbean. And YouTube and Facebook. Thank you to the Philippines as well. We've just started breaking in there. Boom. Thank you again to Derek McCauley. Matt, Matt Madness Unsanctioned will be back again this Saturday with Jeff Seltzer, who I met at the Performance Center in Orlando. Seltzer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For ALO, Aaron Lloyd, the European champion. For the reigning, defending, undisputed Mr. Sexy Punakanas, he came Joe Rodman. I'll take on challenge. The suspended X2 fly, Eric Trembicki. Yeah, for the suspended X2 fly, Eric Trembicki. I am Ron Pashery. We will see you next week.